Uh, and by the way, many will maybe remember that there were three major child stars of the silent film era. Can you name them, Tom? I could not have, but I, one I probably would have gotten that he is the one that is, I think, most recognizable, and that is Jackie Coogan. Jackie Coogan was one. There was Baby Peggy, Diana Carey, and Baby Marie was the third one. Um, by the way, uh, Baby, Baby Peggy was very popular. She had her own line of merchandise, including dolls and jewelry. Uh, it is said that Julie, Judy Garland owned a Baby Peggy doll as a child. Okay, 101, you say, when she passed. 101 years old. Uh, Someone else. uh, That's correct. Okay. Exactly. I'm still having a little trouble hearing you, so we may have to. Does your phone turn up, Ed? Any so that it can be louder output? Let's see if we can do anything. I think it's pretty much loud. How about that? Is that better? Uh, It's about the same, but I'll I'll make it. I have reasonably acute hearing and so on, but just just keep pumping out the decibels there, okay? Well, okay, I wanted to mention Julie Bennett. Now, Judy, uh, Julie Bennett, another name you might not know, but she actually started in television in 1947, which is interesting because that is the first year for network television, often thought of as the first year of broadcast television in our society. And she worked until 2000. That's 53 years in TV. Um, she did uh, small roles in Dozens of TV shows, George Burns and Gracie Allen, Dragnet, Highway Patrol. Remember those shows? The Donna Reed Show, uh, McHale's Navy, and many others. But uh, Julie Bennett was best known in the industry as a voice artist. Uh, she, Her voice we've heard, we heard it for decades in animated cartoons like the Fractured Fairy Tales on the Rocky and Bullwinkle Show, the Yogi Bear Show, a Huckleberry Hound Show, Fred Flintstone's and many others. Julie Bennett died in Los Angeles of complications from COVID-19. On March 31st, she was 88 years old. And that's one of the reasons we'll probably have a few numbers more than might be expected, even though their collection is the number of actors and actresses who have been failed by COVID-19. That's correct. We have a number of those this evening. Forrest Compton, Tom, died April 4th. He was 94. He, too, has a long career in television, uh, best known for playing Mike Carr, an attorney on the soap opera The Edge of Night. He did it from 1970 until 1984. But he also played Colonel Edward Gray on Gomer Pyle USMC. You remember that show, Tom, Uh, a popular 1960s sitcom. He appeared on many other TV shows, uh, including My Three Sons, Hogan's Heroes. And he, too, passed away of COVID-19, which is the disease, of course, caused by the coronavirus. Right. right. Hogan's Heroes, a show that uh, I have sat up late to watch many times. Right. Uh, And and we we have seen these people lots of times in our lives, just uh, not realizing who they were. Right. Uh, They probably... Uh, Faces seen more often than a lot of major stars because they were uh, right. character actors who just appeared in a lot of productions. Well, there's a movie actor, uh, Max von Sydow, died March 8th. He was 90 years old. He was born in Sweden but became a French citizen. Max von Sydow appeared in more than 100 movies and TV series, ranging from The Exorcist, which is one of his best-known appearances, to The Game of Thrones. Uh, he was in 11 movies directed by Ingmar Bergman, the first of which was the seventh C 
Steel in 1957. It was in movies by many other um, directors. As a matter of fact, he was in The Greatest Story Ever Told, Dune, uh, and Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Max von Sydow. The uh, uh, place I remember him from is playing Death, as you mentioned in the, uh, the film by Ingmar Bergman, The Seventh Seal. Yeah, uh, that was one of his um, most famous appearances, I think. Let's move into television a bit uh, and more contemporary. Uh, Fred Willard died May 15th. He was 86 years old. Uh, he was an actor and comedian, and he was active from 1959 to 2020, right up until the time of his passing. Um, he appeared in 74 movies. I think most people didn't quite realize that Fred Willard was in that many movies in his career. Uh, notably, this, this is Spinal Tap and The Best in Show from the year 2000. And, of course, remember that he, he was one of the most prolific um, actor comedians on TV from the late 1960s to from the late 1960s up to today. I mean, he his appearances on television number in the hundreds. For example, he appeared in 130 episodes of Fernwood Tonight and America Tonight with Martin Ball and multiple episodes of many other uh, very successful and popular sitcoms and variety shows. Um, Willard was from Ohio. He was a graduate of VMI in Lexington, Virginia, served in the U.S. Army in Germany. Fred Willard, as a matter of fact. Uh, and I'm trying fun. to find the name of, uh, I can never remember the name of the movies, in uh, uh, Best in Show. The movie came Best out in Show. That, yeah. It's my favorite Fred Willard exhibit. And, and if Many I may say, he remember. was... Right. Anybody who's ever watched the Westminster Dog Show knows they have a couple of announcers who, who describe the activities of the dogs. And one time in New York, uh, the man who, the vet who described them died, and they got Joe Garagiola to do his, his job and discovered that Joe didn't know anything about dogs. <laughs> and uh, in Best in Show, Fred Willard has that role. He He's commenting on the dogs at the dog show and has no idea what he's talking about. And, and yeah. so he's, he, and, but he's, He's self-assured every moment of it. He's always real sure of himself. Oh, yeah. He, he was a, uh, again, as I said, been in television just about as much as anyone, really, over those years. As a matter yeah, of fact. He, the show he did with Martin Mull uh, right. back, uh, was a really wonderful show. It's the first time I ever saw him, and I think one of the local channels uh, – who didn't have a network show at 11 o'clock at night, played that, that particular program at that night. And that's, he and Mull were just wonderful and, uh, yeah. uh, in, in that. And I'm glad we got to see him a lot more after that. Yeah. Well, Tom, do you remember the Virginian on NBC TV? You're 19- going to talk about James Drury, aren't you? Yeah. James Drury, 1962 Drury. to 1971. Did I get it right? What's that? Did I get it right, James Drury? James Drury, correct, yeah. Uh, he died April the 6th. He was 85 years old. He was the uh, ranch foreman, which is the lead role in The Virginian on NBC TV. As I said, it ran for nine seasons. Uh, but he appeared on other shows, too, like Wagon Train, Perry Mason, um, and others. Uh, and uh, he was in movies, Love Me Tender, Ride the High Country. He was a native, not of Virginia or the West. He was from New York. 
Ed, you know what we need to do? I was about to let it slip by because I was having such a good time listening to you. But we need to take a break at News Radio 680 WPTF at 918. We'll be back with more necrology from Dr. Edward Funkhauser right after this. And a necrology with our necrologist, I guess we could call him, Dr. Edward Funkhauser. And tonight, catching up on three months of of uh, people who have passed away before the, the time has come for their colors to fade. Dr. Funkhauser is talking about actors and entertainers. Our last report had been sometime in January. Ed, are you there? I'm here, Tom. Yep. Take off. Okay. All right. So Jerry Stiller passed away May 11th. He was 92 years old. Uh, he, uh, 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 for the older generation, will remember him as part of the comedy team of Stiller and Miller, uh, Stiller and Mira. Uh, um, and Mira was his wife of 60 years, as a matter of fact. And in the 60s and 70s, uh, they were often seen on TV, um, uh, especially on variety shows. But most people in later years remember Jerry Stiller as um, appearing on Seinfeld from 93 to 98 as Arthur Spooner uh, during the last six seasons of Seinfeld. And then on King of Queens, the King of Queens from 98 to 2007, uh, he uh, appeared, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, on King of Queens, um, he was Arthur Spooner. On Seinfeld, of course, he uh, appeared as Frank Costanza uh, during the last six seasons of Seinfeld. So, uh, continuously there from 1993 to 2007, he was Frank Costanza on Seinfeld and then Arthur Spooner on The King of Queens. A uh, long run for Jerry Stiller. Um, he's, by the way, the father of Ben Stiller. Uh, and Ann Mira, of course, was uh, is, uh, Ben Stiller's mom. Um, and Ben Stiller himself has acted or directed or produced more than 50 movies. Uh, Kelly Nakahara, a name that you might not recognize, but she played Lieutenant Yamato on the TV show MASH uh, from 1972 to 1983. And she appeared in 167 of the 256 MASH episodes. And she also uh, made guest appearances on many other TV shows and was a well-known watercolor artist, was Kelly Nakahara, Died February 16th at age 72. Well, Tom Lester uh, died April 20th. He was 81 years old. Uh, Well-known TV actor, most famous for sure, as farmham Ed Dawson on just about every episode of the CBS TV series Green Acres. Green Acres ran from 1965 to 1971. He also appeared as Ed Dawson on related CBS TV shows like Petticoat Junction and the Beverly Hillbillies. And then he played on a variety of other shows. Dawson was a Mississippi native, and he had earned a Bachelor of Science degree in Chemistry and Biology at the University of Mississippi. And he was an evangelist and for a time worked for the Billy Graham organization as well. Tom Lester. And um, do you remind us that at one time, I guess in the 60s, there were three or four shows that kind of overlapped and were interlocked, so like the, the Beverly Hillbillies and the uh, Petticoat Junction and Green Acres and, and so right. on. And there were several characters that moved yes. from one show to the other. 
That is correct. And, uh, and then they all went away at the same time, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, when all the rural-oriented shows disappeared from CBS. Well, uh, Ken Osmond died May 18th, age 76. Now, Osmond had been a child actor uh, in small roles in movies, but he became very well-known when he played Eddie Haskell, who was the troublemaking friend of Wally Cleaver on the television sitcom Leave it to Beaver. Um, he appeared in 97 of the 235 episodes of Leave it to Beaver. Um, he was Wally Cleaver's friend and sometimes would get Wally into a lot of trouble. And there was a sequel much later, like 20 years later, 22 years later, called The New Leave it to Beaver, when he played the same role as an adult from 1984 to 89. In the ensuing 20 years between the two shows of 22 years, he was a Los Angeles police officer, a motorcycle officer. California native and a U.S. Army veteran was Ken Osmond, played Eddie Haskell on Leave it to Beaver. Uh, Lyle Wagoner died March 17th. He was 84. Uh, we remember his face. If you don't know his name for sure, he, he was best known for his regular appearances on the Carol Burnett Show from 67 to 74, and he was replaced on the cast. He left for other job opportunities he thought would be better, and he was replaced in the Carol Burnett Show cast by a fellow named Tim Conway. But he also played the part of Steve Trevor, Lyle Wagner did, on the Wonder Woman TV show, uh, which ran for five years, and he made guest appearances on other popular TV shows, was Lyle Wagner. Known for his uh, uh, physical appearance, uh, uh, apparently quite a handsome, sturdy, brawny fellow. He was the centerfold in the first issue of Playgirl magazine in 1973. He always seemed to make uh, uh, the host of the Carol Burnett Show go weak in the knees anyway. <laughs> yes. Yep. He, he was good. Uh, he left the show to go uh, work on the uh, Wonder Woman TV show. Uh, which is how Tom uh, Tim Conway got his start with Carol Burnett. Orson Bean, Tom, uh, comedian. Always like him on the Johnny Carson show. Yeah, quiz show panelist and a frequent, uh, uh, a frequent uh, personality on the Johnny Carson show. Many appearances. He was a storyteller, really. That's really what Orson Bean was. Uh, he was, however, a Broadway actor. He won a Tony Award nomination as the best actor in a musical, but he, he played on a num in a number of TV shows, played acting roles, but he was a longtime panelist on the game show To Tell the Truth and Match Game and other game shows. By the way, his Orson Bean is a stage name. His real name at birth was Dallas Frederick Burroughs. He was a native of Burlington, Vermont. Was Orson that, Bean. Really, that name was really a little too big for a guy with a dry sense of humor that Orson Bean that's, had. That's correct. 91 years old, died February the 7th. Uh, Paula Kelly died February the 8th. She was eight, 77 years old. Uh, now, she actually was primarily a singer and a dancer and performed with the major dance companies of the United States, Alvin Ailey and Martha Graham and others. Now, she was a really fine dancer, appeared in many movies that had 
dancing and music themes like Sweet Charity in 1969. But she also had a regular appearing role as Liz Williams on the TV show Night Court. Remember that? Yeah. 1984 to 1992. We're going to have to, to stop right now because we need to check and find out what's going on in the world. Okay. So hold your list in abeyance. We'll All right. be back in just a few minutes to yes, sir. some more names from our necrology right after we check the news at 9.30. News Radio 680 WPTF, Tom Kearney on uh, Thursday night, uh, May 28th to about 9.34. And on tonight's show, we are trying to catch up with those who have passed away while we were away. I was not here for approximately three months from February 26th until a couple of three nights ago. And in the meantime, our regular scheduled program, The Necrology with Dr. Ed Funkhauser, uh, was there. But Dr. Ed was at, was at his script and uh, was accumulating the names, and we will continue with the, those that he's collected from uh, actors and, and entertainers in just a moment. I will tell you that tomorrow night will be a Friday night, and we'll do something a little different. We're going to get... Back to trivia, of course, on Friday night eventually, and to our, our record uh, show where you get to pick the pick the music. But uh, tomorrow night we're going to try something different as a part of the segue back from no pro- programming to regular programming. And Stephen, my brother, and I, who usually do the Friday night segment, are going to do something called the Carney Brothers Film at 11. And it's going to be a kind of a rambling discussion. Hopefully some of it will be informative and funny and uh, in some mild way entertaining in a way in this period when we can't be roaming about so much. We're locked in in some way that we will be entertained and it will not be as boring as it might have been otherwise. But tonight we're trying to do that by bringing you a list of those people who have died in recent months, mostly since, say, around the 1st of February and uh, who might have slipped out without your realizing it. And uh, over the next uh, couple of weeks, we're going to have a couple of other shows to try to catch up. Dr. Funkhauser, are you ready to jump back into SWIM? Yes, indeed, Tom. Um, I want to start with Robert Conrad, um, who passed away on February the 8th. He's 84 years old now. Conrad was a prolific TV actor from 1953 up until about 2016. Um, You know, a face and a voice very familiar to many of us, uh, best known for sure, is Secret Service agent James T. West on the TV show The Wild Wild West, which ran from 65 to 69. But he actually appeared in very many TV shows, Maverick, Highway Patrol, Sea Hunt, uh, Mannix, Columbo, Mission Impossible, and many, many more. Uh, he, by the way, Robert Conrad, was famous for doing his own stunt. Uh, and he was inducted into the Hollywood Stuntmen's Hall of Fame for his work on the Wild Wild West. I thought the Wild Wild West was a really unique and unusual show. Um, and, and if you saw him do the stunts in that, you realize him doing his own stunts was no mean uh, piece correct. of business. He really was right. involved in a lot of complicated things. Can I say, Ed, that I remember him with a battery on his shoulder? Oh, yeah. Knock it off, right? And knock it out. He had a famous commercial for, for that particular. Last time I saw him was in an episode of Just Shoot Me sometime, oh, 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Well, I want to uh, change gears just a bit and go to an international movie star. I mean, a truly international movie star. His name is Irfan Khan, K-H-A-N. 
Irfan Khan. He's Indian, and he is one of the very best-known uh, Indian cinema actors, or as it's known there, Bollywood, with a B, Bollywood. Now, he's received many awards and honors over the years, but he's also widely known for his work in British and American movies, uh, making him truly an international movie star. And his Hollywood films, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Life of Pi in 2012, Inferno in 2016, and notably the British film Slumdog Millionaire uh, of 2008, which won, by the way, eight Academy Awards in the United States. Uh, Khan, um, genuinely an international a movie star, as a matter of fact. Um, well, we all remember Honor Blackman, don't we? I suppose we do. An English actress in films, TV, and theater. She died April 5th. And Honor Blackman, when she died April 5th, was 94 years old. Famous for her roles as Kathy Gale in the popular British TV series, the, uh, TV series, the Avengers, uh, for many years. Played Pussy Galore in the 64 James Bond movie, Goldfinger. Uh, and by the way, uh, I guess most people didn't quite realize that she was 38 years old when she appeared in Goldfinger, five years older than Sean Connery, as a matter of fact. But she appeared in many episodes of Doctor Who, which is the well-known British TV drama. Uh, Honor Blackman lived in Britain, but she had a summer home in the United States at Islesboro, Maine. Now, Ed, who was the actress in The Avengers that Honor Blackman took the, the place of temporarily? Uh, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. Uh, uh, many many may not have ever watched either one of the shows that were concerned, but Al Bundy or, ordered uh, uh, on the Married with Children show a, a, a group of uh, videos of uh, the Avengers, and he was really angry when he got the ones with Honor Blackman instead of uh, uh, the other actress. She didn't I, kick as high, he said. And we'll I didn't just see leave a thing wrong with Honor Blackman, as a matter of fact. Well, I want to uh, mention Shirley Knight. Uh, now, Shirley Knight, again, not necessarily a household name, but now Shirley Knight was recognized as an outstanding actress. She was twice nominated for Academy Awards for Best Supporting Actress in Dark at the Top of the Stairs in 1960 and also Sweet Bird of Youth in 62. She was nominated for Golden Globe Awards a number of times, won other movie acting awards, and she won a Tony Award for, uh, for her performance in the Broadway play Kennedy's Children. So she was a very accomplished actress. She's from a small rural town in Kansas, and she attended Wichita State University, later studied acting in New York City. Shirley Knight, 83 years old, died April 22nd. Uh, Brian Dennehy, remember him? Ah, uh, uh, yes. Uh, April 15th, uh, he passed away, age 81. I mean, here again, a highly respected and prolific stage, TV, and film actor. He, he was every, all over the theater, television, and movies. Uh, movies included Semi-Tough in 77, Foul Play in 78, notable appearances in made-for-TV movies, but he also was a stage actor and uh, played a lot of Shakespeare, Beckett, and O'Neill plays. He won Golden Globe Awards, Emmys, and Tony Awards for his work. 
graduate of Columbia University and was a U.S. Marines veteran, as a matter of fact. An interesting life. It sounds like an interesting life. You want me to continue? We have to break anytime soon, Tom? Oh, we, yeah, we're okay for a couple of three more minutes. Well, I want to mention, again, someone from the entertainment world that is quite different. And I know this person you know, and this is a person that has a local connection, and that is Barry Farber. Barry Farber, that I know of, was not a TV person. He was a radio person. He had a radio talk show for 60 years, from 1960 to 2020. Notably on WOR and WMCA in New York City, uh, but other stations. It was a it was politically conservative. His radio conversations were very wide ranging and often intellectual in their orientation. Um, his topics and his guests were sometimes controversial. Now, Barber ran for the House of Representatives of New York City as a Republican in 1970. He lost to Bella Abzug. Remember her. And he ran for the mayor of New York City in 1977 as a conservative party candidate and lost to Ed Koch. He wrote several books. He was famous as someone who knew a lot of languages. He said he had knowledge of 25 languages. He did not claim that he spoke them well. But he studied languages throughout his life and wrote a notable book called How to Learn Any Language. And Barry Farber grew up in Greensboro graduated from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill in 1952. He was editor of the Daily Tar Heel while there. Inducted and, into the National... And he uh, had a very soft voice, very easy to listen to, and I think he took over the all-night talk show on WOR sometime in, in the early 60s when the, the, the then long-time host there, Long John Neville, had to I leave believe... town, and we'll just leave it that. Yeah. Uh, but, well, yes. Uh, Barbara, by the way, was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame in 2014. I remember Barry Farber very well. Listened to him on WOR, and I worked for a radio station in Virginia that carried uh, broadcast tapes of the Barry Farber show, uh, as a matter of fact, on weekends. Um, so I remember him very, very well, a native North Carolinian, and he often talked about growing up in Greensboro. As a matter of fact. Okay, now, you asked earlier about taking that break. Why don't we do that now? Okay, fine. You can catch your breath and aim yourself toward the goal line at the end of the show after that oh. coverage of the the career and life of Barry Farber. News Radio 680 WPTF. Our time is 944. Ah, the night for the necrology catch-up. Returning to the air earlier this week, we came back. Tom Kearney, yours truly, did and found out that Dr. Edward Funkhauser, our correspondent, uh, former professor at NC State University and correspondent, who keeps the role of those who have passed away but deserve to be remembered, had collected a large number of names, and we are starting part one of catching up on that list tonight by his uh, enrolling a number of people in the area of uh, actors and entertainers in the necrology. Ed, have you got any more names left? All I do, I'm going to uh, mention a magician, Roy Horn, died May 8, age 75. Now, Roy Horn was the Roy of Siegfried and Roy. Many people will have known of the Siegfried and Roy Las Vegas Act, uh, which ran at the Mirage Resort and Casino for many years, for 13 years, up until 2003. 
was the magic act that involved lions and tigers, white lions and white tigers. Horn was attacked in 2003, you'll remember, on stage by one of his tigers and badly injured. Uh, he continued to perform, but not often after that time. Um, he and the Siegfried fellow, Siegfried Fischbacher, uh, retired from show business in 2010. Uh, he died in Las Vegas of COVID-19 on May 8th, as a matter of fact. Uh, I want to mention uh, Matty Simmons. Matty Simmons uh, did a lot of things, but uh, he was a co-founder of National Lampoon magazine, and he also is the person who helped produce the National Lampoon movies. The magazine itself was published for 28 years, 1970 to 1998. Uh, the movies, and we remember those movies, National Lampoon's Animal House in 1978 and National Lampoon's Vacation in 1983, uh, 1983 uh, were critical and uh, box office successes. Made movie stars, didn't they? out of two Saturday Night Live TV actors, a guy named John Belushi and a guy named Chevy Chase. And by the way, four sequels of the Vacation movie have been produced. And Matty Simmons was the producer of those movies. Um, I want to mention uh, Gerald Friedman, who had a long career with many successes, director of plays on Broadway, was director and artistic director of many highly regarded theater, theater festivals in our nation. He taught at the Yale School of Drama and the Juilliard School, but we remember Gerald Friedman as the dean of the drama program at the North Carolina School of the Arts in Winston-Salem from 1991 to 2012. That's 21 years. Uh, was Gerald Friedman, and we want to remember him. 92 years old, passed away on March 17th. Uh, let me know about time, Tom. Okay, I'll let you know, Ed. We're, we're, we've got about four more minutes tonight. Okay, uh, Alan Davieu, um, uh, an in, from the entertainment world, but a technical person. That You know, we often don't think of the work of the technical people behind the scenes, but they're so important in making a successful product. And he was the cinematographer for the Steven Spielberg films E.T., the extraterrestrial, terrestrial, pardon me, in 1982, The Color Purple in 1985, and The Empire of the Sun in 1987, and many others, plus films from many other directors. By the way, what does a cinematographer do? Well, they make artistic and technical decisions related to the image and is the chief um, on the movie set over a movie camera and lighting crews. And he won many awards for his work, including five Academy Award nominations, and a Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, he died of COVID-19 um, uh, on April 15th, as a matter of fact. Sam Lloyd, a TV actor known for playing uh, Ted Buckland on the TV sitcom Scrubs for nine years, from 2001 to 2010, on both NBC and ABC. And he frequently appeared on the sitcom Cougar Town on ABC and TBS in later years, as a matter of fact. Um, John Callahan uh, Ed played Edmund Gray on All My Children from 1992 to 2005 uh, and on other soap operas, including General Hospital and Days of Our Lives. Um, 
He was a very popular celebrity. Callahan and his wife, Eva LaRue, co-hosted the, the 1997 Miss America pageant. And Callahan also appeared as a panelist on To Tell the Truth. Died March 28th, age 66. Uh, Lynn Cohen, February 14th. Um, she was 86. Many, in many, many movies, dozens of diverse roles in movies. She played the role of Magda in the HBO series Sex in the City and in the 2008 movie with the same title. And she played Mags in The Hunger Games, Catching Fire in 2013. Played Golden Meir in the movie Munich in 2005. And another actor, Mark Blum. This is my last one, Tom, the actor in movies, television, and theater. Um, he appeared in Desperately Seeking Susan, Crocodile Dundee, Blind Date, uh, many, many television appearances, uh, Fraser, NYPD Blue, and others. Um, also many Broadway productions, and he too did Mark Blum die on March 28th at age 69 from COVID-19. Um, so those are some folks tonight, Tom, who have been in the entertainment and entertainment field, actors and technical people as well, and radio hosts also. Uh, that I had for you. Before the colors fade, as I like to say, and, and uh, we may have you back as early as next week, but, it's, but when we do, will we be doing political figures or, or sports or whatever? Uh, Correct, yeah. Or, or at least one of those. Yeah, well, so, but we'll I want to thank you for being that. with us tonight, and sure. I can, you left me a room here that I can do a little promo, but thank you for bringing us the list, and you and I will talk in the future days and decide what, what's going to be on the next list. Okay. Very good, sir. Yes, sir. Enjoyed it. Thank you, Ed. Dr. Yeah. Edward Funkhauser, former professor uh, at uh, NC State University in the field of communications, sometime radio announcer in his career. He's been with us doing the necrology since, uh, well, it was the year that uh, the Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup, so I guess it was 2006. Somehow I, I, that have, that's a memory device for me. Tomorrow night we're going to have something... Uh, it's not exactly trivia, but it's bordering on something like that. We hope it will be entertaining. It is uh, uh, an experiment of a sort. Uh, but my brother Stephen and I have talked about doing something like this for a number of years, and so we're going to have a uh, a dialogue uh, where we're going to talk about some interesting things and wander across several fields in interest of being both informative and funny. Uh, uh, we hope it is at least one of those. And that's tomorrow night on the show between 9 and 10. Next week. Monday night, uh, the National Weather Service will represent itself as we are beginning on June 1st, uh, the official date of hurricane season. Their, their efforts are going to be complicated this year by the fact of the, the virus, as I want to call it, and also the fact that hurricane season appears. But Barry Porter of the uh, local chapters of the American Red Cross will be our guest on Tuesday night. We hope that Dr. Uh, uh, Cadell, Dr. Joe Cadell will be with us on uh, Wednesday night. Coming up uh, a week uh, from this weekend will be the anniversary of uh, D-Day. And Dr. Cadell is a military historian, and we're going to talk about the background and the preparations for D-Day. Maybe Dr. Funkhauser will be with us next week and also a trivia show on Friday night. That's our show for tonight. Uh, again, as I say, Stephen Carney and yours truly, my his older brother, will be here to do Carney Brothers' Film at 11 tomorrow night following the 9 o'clock news.